Welcome to the Sunday edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. And I'm sure this is going to be a rather upbeat podcast uh, with myself, Barry. And Adam, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been the best uh, the best weekend we've had for a long time. Little bits of good news about the ownership and obviously our biggest win of the season. So, yeah, we're all we're all happy. Let's let's long may it continue. Yeah, indeed. And uh, we'll we'll come to the takeover and what's been breaking over the last day or two in, in uh, a little little while. But we'll start off obviously. <coughs> Excuse me. we'll start off obviously with uh, the the game yesterday which was absolutely fantastic I'll run through through the stats very quickly Um, possession 28% for us 72% for MK Dons which they didn't do anything with 7 shots to the 16 but we had 6 on target to MK Dons 1 full count we committed 17 to the 5 there was just the one yellow card, Curtis Tilt. Um, that possession start, Adam, it, it, I mean, uh, the way they kept the ball, that is, I don't think that counts to you because it was it was just at the back, weren't it? There was nothing, nothing special. Yeah, it was very, like, what you class as very safe possession, isn't it? No, no risk possession. Um, and... And actually, in a funny sort of way, even though they might have had the possession, they also crucially gave the ball away when they were playing it safe, just for his sloppiness. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think possession does it. I mean, we look, look back a few years, Leicester won the league, and I think average possession about 35% over the season. You know, so what does it mean if you don't create much? It, nothing, nothing. I, I, th- I think, I mean, jumping straight to our... our uh, Third goal, I think we, that showed how we closed them down very, very well. Brought the, the play up at the back, nicked the ball off them, and it was in the back of the net. Yeah, um, and actually on that goal as well, I thought Otterbar did well because he could have easily gone on his own, couldn't he, and tried to score with it being 3-0 at that point, uh, 2-0 already at that point, but he's done the right thing, he's squared it. And obviously that he's off the mark now for Latics, isn't he? So... Yeah, it was a really, really good performance. But I wouldn't say it was any better than the ones at Peterborough and Lincoln. Um, but it's 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 just that we were more clinical, weren't we? You know, with uh, with what we did with that possession. So yeah, I, th- I thought um, George Johnson coming in and playing where he played uh, made made a massive difference. Uh, obviously, he did because he scored the opening goal. But I just thought his all around game. Was very strong, uh, and, and uh, he, he was. Ex- I mean, I thought we were going to line up with the three centre backs when I saw his name there, but he he played a, a role in midfield, didn't he? He got, got license to get forward. Yeah, because as we said the other day, I think he just he just sits there, doesn't he? Um, Joe just sits there, doesn't he? Really, you know, he doesn't he doesn't play the running around box to box role. He just sits, holds the position. Uh, and yeah, you need you need an energy player around him. Mary was that when he first came in, and I think we've missed that energy in midfield. You know, I, I don't think Perry does it. He's more of a passer in he really than a an energy player. Um, so you know, yeah, in my well, in my Johnston's stats for yesterday were uh, he, he run eleven point one kilometers 
that's the the ground he covered. So I mean, for a centre half, you you'd be saying what, what's he doing doing that much, wouldn't you? But <laughs> but that's what you want off your midfield players, isn't it? To get get about like that. Yeah, definitely. And 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 the th- the other thing he gives Sturridge that it's his mindset is that he's still got a defensive mind, and I think in midfield. He, he makes the right decision. He seems to make the right decisions defensively, uh, and I don't think we lost anything in the attacking uh, positions through him playing there. Because ultimately, it's not our centre midfielders' jobs really to create the chances in that team. It's the we played a lot of forward-thinking players, so it's given it's getting the ball to them as much as we possibly can, really. And and I thought we did that really well the other day. Yeah, and he, he finished he finished that first goal off really well. Into that was a good move. And looking at the stats, uh, Vivian Solomon Ottobor had one assist, but surely that was an assist as well, weren't it? I mean, it was direct from his cross, weren't it, that he scored the header? He's got two assists. Yeah, well, look at all the stats. He's only got one. Yeah, no, but it, the, the stats must be wrong, clearly. Yeah. Because yeah. the first one was his, he's crossed it to him, and then the other one, he's laid it off to him. How, yeah. can, that, how can those two not be assists? Well, it's the first one what they've chalked off. I don't know why. Uh, the assist he's got is in the 70th minute, which was was the ball to Dodu. But I I thought um, Viv had, had a cracking game yesterday. It was He was back to his old self, wasn't he, throughout the game. I mean, I think in spells he's been quite good, but you could see he's been tiring. But he was he was good start to finish yesterday. Yeah, what, what what I would say about that game, I think as well, that to an extent, I think the way they played suited us because they didn't want to, they didn't want to really, they weren't very tactical worthy in the, the you know, the way that I've, I've noticed in some games, they've doubled up on Ottobar and yesterday, I think he's a very dangerous player one-on-one. You know, if you can get, if you can get him isolated one-on-one, he is very dangerous. And, and I think yesterday we managed to do that. I think maybe a bit of an arrogance from MK Dons that they just thought they'd be able to pass their way to victory uh, without really thinking about us, not worrying about us. And and actually, you know, we do have some players to worry about. If anything, what we've lacked in the last few weeks is the clinical edge. Um, you know, I, I think we've still we've created some good positions in, in, in the recent games, but we've not been clinical enough, whereas yesterday... Much better, you know, much better in, in both boxes. Decisive, weren't we? That's the word, I think, decisive. Which we've been very indecisive, haven't we? I mean, look at the look at the incident against Charlton. That, that epitomises where, where we've been in the last few weeks. Uh, and yesterday, I thought, very complete complete performance. Um, Jamie Jones, you know, made, made a couple of saves when he needed to. And I thought kept well, you know, caught, caught a few difficult ones as well. So, yeah, credit where it's due. And, and Robinson, I think he deserves a mention as well. I thought he was uh, superb. Six yeah. games. He played six games for us and he's looking he's looking like he's nice and settled now. Yeah, I'd agree though. I really would. And I think uh, Masse, Gavin Masse, wants to shout out. Probably his best game since he came back from injury. Um, created that goal. Group, fantastic cross for, for Lang's goal, that, weren't it? I mean, he... he oh, yeah, about it. Yeah, if if aims to go on the outside, but he didn't, and then he just curled it round the defender, and and Wangie got on the yeah, end of it. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I think he's played a slightly different game to what he used to play, isn't it? Because I just don't think because of his hamstrings that he has that injection of pace that, that he can add. So I think he's had to modify his game a bit. And I think it does really frustrate me when fans are saying, oh, he's not trying because he's not just sprinting past people. But he's come back from a number of injuries in the last few years. And you know, you've got to give him a bit of time. Um, you know, and I, and I think... Yesterday showed his quality, and hopefully he's going to get better. You know, as he plays more games and gets a bit more, gets a bit stronger, really. Um, and at the end of the day, he is experienced as well. You know, and I, I, I've always thought when he spoke, you know, when he's done interviews and stuff, that he, he's got a good, he's got a good maturity to him as well. So I'm sure that that Liam Richardson wouldn't be playing him if he thought he was a, in any way, a bad influence on the team. I think. I think he's obviously having a positive effect. And um, yeah, if we manage him right, I'm not saying he can play every game until the end of the season, but hopefully we can get keep, get him on the pitch as much as possible because he is a very experienced uh, player now at this level. Yeah, uh, and the last time we went to Plymouth, we were going on Tuesday. Of course, he scored in that game as well. So, you know, uh, let's hope history repeats. Right, MK Dons, absolutely fantastic victory. Morale, morale boosting. Um Everybody were buzzing yesterday. A clean sheet, like you said, Jamie Jones. I mean, it's really good for Jones that uh, build his confidence back up again. Uh, he's he, he was assured, I thought, assured in in, in the goal. Caught well, commanded his area. That's what you want. Uh, and I thought the defence played well. So anyway, moving forward, uh, one of the things in Liam Richardson's post-game interview yesterday was said. He said that's the news had trickled through to the dressing room about the takeover, and it seems to be common knowledge now. And I've been having a scout round the internet before we we started recording, and um, there's actually a company been formed called Phoenix Two Thousand and One Two Thousand and Twenty One. Sorry, Phoenix Two Thousand and Twenty One, and there's a, a a few names on there. Uh, I'll just read them out. I mean, the, the first one is... Uh, Jerry Sinclair. Jerry Sinclair. <laughs> Jerry Sinclair. Dem Parrot. No, we, <laughs> the first name on there is uh, Richard Brownwell, who was the finance director at the Latics. So he's part of this new company. So there is a little bit of continuity. And then Mal Brannigan, who is the name that, you know, a lot of people are familiar with. He's worked at Derby, Old... Chef United, Everton, more recently at Dundee United. Uh, Oliver Gottman, I think he's there, he's a finance man. Thomas Merkham, a uh, finance man. Mubarak Hal Hamad, uh, who's going to be the chairman, apparently. And uh, there is a person of significance, so that I'm, I'm guessing he's got the money. Uh, and this is Abdul Rahman Al Jasme Hubo. Uh, a Bahrainian, and uh, well, it's, it's like the cat's out the bag now, isn't it? That's it. So uh, I, I think this must be imminent, Adam, this in the next couple of days, do you think? Well, I think formalities, because one thing that I take from that is that an organisation that, for obvious reasons, because of just just the, the culture of Bahrain, I guess, that they wouldn't necessarily have wanted all the the EFL business, financial affairs and everything going public in case 
they didn't pass the test. That to me means they've, they've clearly passed the test either through the EFL stage, the, the fee is agreed. So, you know, I know people would say, well, we were well down the road with the Spanish, but we weren't because the EFL had never approved them. You know, that, that, was, that was the issue um, here. I know the EFL, I don't think have expressly stated, I've not seen that as yet, but it's pretty obvious that they have. Uh, so it must just be a dot in the I's, crossing the T's, that kind of approach to it now, really. Um, so I think now we're maybe a few weeks ago, we were thinking, could it be weeks, months? Probably now talking days, you'd like to think. Um, How exciting yeah, which is great. It's exciting to an extent, but I think I think the main it would be relief, really, wouldn't yeah. it? Because because I still think get the ownership done, um, but then get it keep us in this division. You know, I think then that that that's and if we do that, I think we all said at the start of the season, even having a club would be good, mm-hmm. would be fantastic. But we almost said it was a miracle if we'd stay in this division. Yeah. And for me, that that could be a platform for years to come. You know that if we can stay in this division, you know, we're then, you know, we're only one, we're only one promotion away from going into the sixth biggest league in the world. You know, so so you know, from from basically being extinct to potentially being at that point. Um, yeah, and it's good, isn't it, as well that it seems that there are some football people involved. You know, you've, you've got football experience uh, and and finance and commercial experience uh, as well, you know, which is everything in this day and age, you know, attracting sponsors and all that kind of stuff is a, is a massive part of funding clubs at our level uh, and working within budgets. So yeah, it all looks positive. Um, I don't think anybody, any Wigan Athletic fan will, until it's actually signed, sealed and delivered, <laughs> will be opening the champagne, but at least, at least we've got, uh, something now were uh, something tangible i guess uh, that we, that we can see out out there and yeah i feel quite quite positive about it now yeah yeah when i said i'm excited to get out of administration and i know you say it's relief it is relief but just to get out of administration and get some stability back in the club were you know i mean obviously they they're coming in and they know the state of play at the moment there's no gate receipts or nothing so they know exactly what they're doing they've got the budget and there's your stability and we've got a clean slate we don't owe anybody any money and it's a great foundation like you said for them, for them to build on and we're one promotion away from getting back in the championship I mean obviously I'm not thinking we're, it's going to come this season <laughs> I think we're too far uh, away no, I mean yeah. it, it's going to be to be honest it's going to be a bit of a, if Sunderland doesn't go up, which I think they probably will do, they've hit, they've hit form now. They've got a goal scorer, that wide scoring loads of goals. I think they will probably go up, but if they didn't, there's every chance next season, you know, we could be in a league with Sunderland, Portsmouth, Charlton, Sheffield Wednesday, and maybe even a, a Birmingham or a Derby, you know, as well. <laughs> you know, it's, I'll tell you what, that's, that's a, that, that is a league with some, uh, some big names in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're, uh, I'm potentially a Bolton one and a Bolton Wanderers as well, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but we're one of the big names as well. It's make an exciting division, make an exciting yeah. division. And I don't, I, I'm not thinking we're gonna we're gonna walk the league next season or anything like. That. I'm just thinking 
we've got to be competitive. That's the main thing. We're, yeah. like, like you said, this season, all I were bothered about was having a club at the end of it. No, I'm thinking if we're going to the, into the new season, we've got a chance of you know putting a squad together that can win us some games and you know give us a flutter and that flutter and see if we can you know push up the table a little bit. And why why not as well? I mean, if you think about it, if we can stay in the league this season, then you know you just look at a couple of the sides you know that are up there like you know Lincoln's and your Doncaster's. You know, Wickham last year got promoted. You know, there's there's always one, and I think if you're coming from a position of positivity where you've ended the last season well, take it into the next season. If we do stay up, we'll have that positivity. And then you look at the sides like if a Sheffield Wednesday or a Derby come down with those financial problems, you know, you don't know what would happen to them. You know, you know, they, 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 it's not easy. That's why I always said we put with, with the performances of Paul Cook when people said he only got them out of League One. Well, there's a lot of people who've tried big clubs and not done it. And they've had lots of time in that uh, League One. So it's not easy for anybody, you know. And, and it, it's just nice that we can... Being out of administration means that you're in charge of your own affairs. Basically, at the moment, we're being, we're being run on the permission of the EFL. So anytime we have to do... We want to do something, it's almost... We have to ask permission for everything... You know, we're not in charge of our own affairs. We, we, we've got, we can't sign players for money. Uh, we've got limits on our squad size. You know, all that is is impacting upon us clearly, isn't it? You know, we've not been able to make the choices that we maybe wanted to make. So, yeah, I think I think probably yeah, with that you would say excitement, wouldn't you? Because it gives there's a lot more we can do with the club once we're out of administration. You know, so. Uh, yeah, I think we've got to be positive, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. Right then, let's move on. Tuesday evening, we're down in South Devon. We've got a game against Plymouth Argyle. The referee for that game, as I'll start with a ref watch, the referee for that game is Gavin Ward. He's done 23 games this season, 72 yellows, three reds and four penalties. All his games, bar one, have been in the Championship uh, the one what wasn't was Rochdale v all back in September. Uh, he's refed us three times last season and they were all away and they were all draws. Hull 2-2, Blackburn 0-0 and sadly Charlton 2-2. Uh, if you're wondering, I might have heard that name. Well, if, if you watch Quest and you saw the uh, shambolic decisions made at the Swansea versus Middlesbrough game yesterday... That was Gavin Ward. <laughs> so, I I hope he's he's got a better head screwed on. He uh, he disallowed a Middlesbrough goal and he he awarded one of the, a real dubious penalty to Swansea in the ninety seventh minute. Uh, have you got any form of those, Adam? Yeah, yeah, I've got some. Uh, you know, in terms of the overall form table, they're just above us. They're very they're the model of inconsistency. Uh, but I've had a look at the. The last six home games would suggest that it is going to be a tough game because uh, out of the last six, they've only lost one and that was to Peterborough. And they've had some good wins as well against Lincoln, Fleetwood and Gillingham and a couple of draws against uh, top half sides in Crewe and Accrington. So, yeah, in terms of the home form, he's, uh, he's pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, if you looked at the pattern overall, it is inconsistent. So, 
yeah, it's not going to be an easy ride down there, is it? You know, I think, I think, um, you know, for me at this stage, you always look at an away game like that and say a point's a good result. You know, I think uh, you take a point, don't you? Yeah. Well, um, we've played them 21 times. We've met 21 times down the years. We've won eight, drawn four and lost nine. Uh, he's a, a good omen. We haven't lost at home park since 1998 when we lost 3-2. But uh, we've only played there three times since, so it's not, it's not that much of a stat. Uh, the last time we was there, we, of course, won with goals from uh, Greg, Byrne and Massey. They scored with a, a, a Curry penalty. And But the referee that night, I hope this is a, an omen, a good omen, was Gavin Ward, who's going to be the referee tomorrow. So, fingers crossed. Um Top scorer, Luke Jeff got 18 goals. Um, they've, they've scored 44 this season, but conceded 53. So the, the, the shipping goals, but they're banging them in as well. Yeah, that might not be a bad thing for us because I think, I'm not 100% certain, but I think we're NK Don's a similar type of team to that. You know, they, they, they score quite a few and concede quite a few. Yeah. I think they're probably the better side for us to play, really. Um because I think we can't we can contain good attacking sides. You know, if you actually look at some of the results we've got this season, you know, against good attack, we have, we have. It's almost like when we've played some of the lesser sides, we've switched off a bit at the back. You know, we're, I think we've put like solid solid performances in against you know teams like Portsmouth and Sunderland and Doncaster, Accrington. You know, so yeah, I, I don't worry too much about a side that um, is open. I think that suits our attacking players. If, if again, you know, we can get Otterbar one on one with players, I think for me is a is is a big thing. Um, and it's nice now that we're getting a few. Our bench is looking like it's got options again, hasn't it? You know, with Proctor coming back as well. Hopefully, Keane's not too far away. Uh, and then you start thinking, well, yeah, we've got we've got a few options there. We can switch it round a bit, maybe if people are tired or we don't have to risk someone's calf or hamstring or that kind of stuff because we've got... Because you, you, you have to use your subs these days. You've got five. There's no point letting someone limp around. <laughs> I mean, look at MK Dons just today. They whipped too off, didn't they, tactically in the first half? So it, it, we have got options there, haven't we? So... Yeah, that's what we got through uh, the other day without any injuries. Um, and then, you know, let's keep, let, let, we, we might make the odd change, but I don't think there'll be too many changes, will there? Well, I'm not sure about this, but uh, Scott Wooten, did we sign him on a permanent or did we get him on loan? Because if we got him on loan, he won't be able to play. No, he won't be able to play. Yeah, that's a good point. Um I'd have to look back. It's not easy, is it, when we signed that many... I think it took us about half an hour, didn't it, to go through all the signings on that podcast. So mm-hmm. It's not always easy to remember who's on loan and who, who's, who's coming as a, as a basically a free agent, if you like. So I'll have to check that. I don't know if I can find out the answer or not. I'm yeah. Well, keep we'll, talking, Barry. I'll see if I... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we'll find out Tuesday night, won't we? Because if he's not in the starting line-up, um, we know he's on loan. Or he's fell out with uh, yeah. Gregor over, over uh, a celebratory fish and chips and then down the line on Burdock after, after the MK Dons game. He's on, he's on, it says on here he's on loan from playing. So, so, George Johnston. What do you think? Yeah. Johnston goes. 
sensor. Or would you would you would you do that though, or keep because he's done so well in the midfield? Would you bring the other guy in? Um, Adam Long. I've got Long, but the other what's he called? The other young centre back on Wheeling, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I'd want to take. I don't know if I'd want to take Johnson out of that midfield, you know, because I don't really see anybody else in our squad who can do that job that he did yesterday. No, um, no. and it, it was an important job, but he did. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, he probably is the better option at centre back, but depends where we need him more. Do we need him more in the midfield, or do we need him more at centre back? Yeah, well, again, we'll find out. We'll find out on Tuesday. Uh, right then. I'm Actually, going, sorry, Go on. just had a quick, just a thing, just about, uh, just reminding me. With that, we could have had tilt suspended. I thought he was going to get a second yellow yesterday, but <laughs> that uh, tackle late on in the game. I thought if he, that that would have meant uh, two centre arms, right? But lucky for us, he's uh, he's going to be there in a bit. And they should have had a penalty then, and then I would have been top of the prediction league because I put three one. Yeah, I, w- I wish that referee had been the referee at uh, Peterborough because he wouldn't have awarded that penalty, would he? Well, no, not if he didn't award that one. <laughs> well, they booked him as well, which was... Yeah, uh, booked him for diving, yeah. <laughs> That's what you like to see. You like to see. Well, is this the little bit of luck changing for us, you know, which which is what you need. You need it. Yeah, you're right, Barry. So let, let's push you for an actual prediction, Adam. Um You've said yeah, you check a point, so give us a prediction. Yeah, I think maybe 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Well, they're free scoring and they concede a lot, so I'm going for a nil-nil, a goalless draw. <laughs> I can see the logic there. Yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, I'd take that. And that'd oh, do. yeah, absolutely. You know, if you take that, well, two clean sheets in a row, that's got to give the defence a, a big boost, doesn't it? So Yeah. So, um, hopefully we're going to have a, a really buzzing podcast on Wednesday. Uh, we might have some special guests on if everything goes to plan. And we'll just see what happens in yeah. the meantime. Uh, we'll not say anything else. Safe, safe, safe journey down there to all the uh, people, you know, all the, the, the key staff and obviously Ash and Tommy have a nice, safe journey down there. Yeah. Uh, and Dr. Torbin as well. Yeah, go for um, yeah, go to the beach, can't they? Yeah. Yeah, go and go and look at the ships. Uh, there's, a, there's a there's a thing in there, a lighthouse as well, Plymouth. Plymouth is it? Uh, thingy Bill, Portland Bill. Was that is that around there somewhere? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Do you know what? Right, just thinking, just a completely random. Why does Cornwall not have a football team, a professional football team? Because somebody took over True Road, didn't they? And they uh, pumped a bit of money and tried to get them through the divisions, but you, you'd think. They'd have a really good home record, wouldn't you? With you know people having to travel, but yeah. then I suppose they're away, away things <laughs> suffer. But yeah, especially if they, especially if they've got Hartlepool on a Tuesday night or someone like that. Yeah, but it's attracting <laughs> players as well, isn't it? You know, if you're trying to attract them from further afield. What about the, yeah? But what about the weather? You get the weather, don't they? Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah they always take the weather with you. Yeah, crazy days. Friday, 1991. Right, okay. Um, we'll, we'll knock it on the head there and we'll see everybody on Wednesday. Uh, hopefully we're all still buzzing. So, Yep, yep. Cheers, Barry. I've been a very happy podcast. Thank you.